Welcome to the Unpaved Path to 100K podcast, where we share our journeys of building our own physical therapy businesses from the ground up. We're your hosts. I'm Julia. And I'm Q. Join us as we take an unfiltered look into our struggles, triumphs, and lessons learned along the way. It's all part of the journey, and we hope to inspire you to take the leap in creating your own dream businesses. And we'll be right there to take the leap with you. Let's get started. So Julia, business uh, can change drastically from one moment to the next. So I just wanted to, to catch up, see where you are. What are you working on right now? Ooh, great question. Let me pull out all of my lists and read off all the post-it notes on my wall. <laughs> so yeah, um, got a lot of things in the work, uh, the works. And this is actually something that I've been thinking about a lot lately as currently while we're recording this it's december of 2020 and uh you know 2020 is coming to an end the year is wrapping up so i'm thinking about goals for 2021 in the new year so i have a few things that i'm working on so um one of the big things in my life is that i just bought a house and a clinic space um, so i moved from chattanooga tennessee thank you thank you thank you for the applause um, yes, so I bought a house in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, moved from Chattanooga, Tennessee, me and my three boxes, um, and set up shop here. And uh, I never intended to be a homeowner. This just kind of happened. It was an opportunity that I couldn't pass up because the former owners of this home were dentists and they converted the entire first floor into a dental practice. So the first floor of the house is zoned as a medical facility. It has ADA regulations grandfathered in, it is awesome. Um, so I am in the process of essentially doing a lot of renovation work. So I'm perpetually covered in paint. There's paint in my hair that I'm pretty sure will never come out and uh, doing a lot of renovation work to build the first floor into a wellness center. So looking to team up with chiropractors and massage therapists that work with women, so prenatal postpartum massage therapists, chiros that are involved in infertility treatments and spinning babies, and hoping to join forces with them and work out of this shared space. So it'll be a one-stop shop for postpartum women. Um, so that dream is slowly coming to fruition. It's been a little uh, challenging with COVID and not really knowing when the world will you know, open up and look a little different. So that is one thing I'm working on. Uh, in the meantime, really devoting most of my energy to my online business. So uh, I think we mentioned this before, but I host a course, it's called the Pelvic Health Kickstarter Academy. Just wrapped up season two, our season, our season two graduates just graduated. We finished celebrating them and getting ready for season three, which is going to launch February 15th, 2021. If anyone would like to uh, sign up for that, I will send you a short and sweet application and uh, we can chat. But anyway, so working on plans for season three of the Academy, every season I add new content. I really listen to the feedback of my students and uh, give them what they want, essentially give the people what they want. So uh, working on some new updates for that. Um, as well as coordinating the guest speakers that come in and speak with the students on specialties within pelvic health, pediatrics, uh, you know, um, actually have a speaker coming in season three who is going to be talking about gender minorities and how to provide pelvic health services for that population, which I'm super excited about. 
Um, I also have a bunch of students that I'm continuing to work with through one-on-one -on -one coaching um, and offering that. I have another course that is launching in the spring. See, now I'm just going through my list, going on and on. I have another course that's launching in the spring, completely different than what I have been doing. I'm actually teaming up with 17 other coaches to do this, and it is called the Practice Igniter. It is a social media marketing course that will be 10 weeks long, go at your own pace, uh, providing step-by-step -step instruction on tons of things, everything from how to build out your own website or build out a website for someone else as like a side hustle or for a clinic or practice that you're working in, um, how to use Instagram and Facebook to your advantage, how to do Facebook ads, how to do a podcast, YouTube channel, how to do branding, logo design. Oh gosh, so much more. We talk about like insurance and billing one-on-one because that's super important, business mindset, email sequencing and email marketing, uh, just everything. So it's everything I wished I would have had available to me in kind of one course as, a, uh, as an entrepreneur and emerging business leader. So excited to be bringing that to the world and uh, hosting that along with the amazing coaches that I have the chance to work with. And uh, gosh, other things. I mean, this podcast, hopefully we will be continuing in the new year. I'm planning on that. Um, so yeah, a lot of really cool things in the works for me. <laughs> Any insights that you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, I feel like I just went through a list of my life and everyone's probably like so bored, like, that's great. <laughs> You're so busy. <laughs> Yay you. Yeah, I know. I feel you. Um, <laughs> hey, this freaks me out every day. Every day I look at this list and I'm like, oh, dear Lord, <laughs> I can do this, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, no. So yes, insights. Um, what insights do I have? Oh, I guess, uh, yeah, talking about looking at my list and everything's daunting. Basically, uh, you know, I'm talking about hosting another course and collaborating with 17 other people to do it. Never have done this before. Never dreamed of doing something like this. Marketing is not my thing. Sales is not my thing. Though I will say, uh, you can ask me my philosophy on sales, maybe on another episode of the podcast. Uh, I don't believe in selling. I do it very differently. It's community building for me. Um, but anyway, so a lot of things that I've never done before, and that can be super daunting. But what I'm learning through this process is that, um, you know, everything's a learning experience. And the best way to learn is by doing. So like if you're scared, great. Feel the fear and do it anyway, because if you are not scared to death, then are you actually living life? Are you actually ch taking chances? I know in our mastermind that we took together in the summer, um, I forget who said this, um, someone in our mastermind, she was like, yeah, if you're not waking up every morning and just want to throw up, like you're not, you're not doing enough in life. Happy to say. I want to throw up every morning and I love the feeling. <laughs> it was Mary Costa. Was She's it the Mary? one that said that. Oh, yeah. shout out to Mary. Shout out hey, to Mary. Mary is a phenomenal occupational therapist who has Ohana, OT, and uh, she works with kiddos with sensory, sensory stuff going on. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yay, Quick Mary. little yay Mary quick little Mary story so it's interesting because when I went through this mastermind that was the first mastermind I had ever joined the summer one and so I didn't know what to expect but I remember seeing Mary and she's uh she's just the most kind person like 
But when I heard her speak, I was like, dude, she's an assassin. Like she's been doing this business thing for a while and she's doing things at a very high level, which she like based off of first impressions, not to say that I would know what that looks like, but I, I would not have pictured someone like Mary, but man, she dropped some truth bombs and, and gave a lot of great advice and she's definitely killing it out there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, I should say. I should say that in my in my life, Mary has actually had a very pivotal role and she probably doesn't know this and she may never listen to this podcast and that's totally okay. But um, yeah, Mary is an assassin and something that I loved and also couldn't stand about Mary during the, the uh, during the mastermind is that she uh, she totally knew what she was doing. But she would just be like, yeah, I have no idea. It just, all this has just happened. It's all just happened. But then she would come out and say like, step-by-step step, exactly what she did. Like she knew the process and the steps. And it's like, dang it, Mary, you know what you're doing. You know exactly what you're doing, Mary. And uh, I was just thought like, that's so funny. Like, I don't know. She really knows her stuff. But... She's very humble. She's very mm -hmm. humble. Like I said, doesn't look the part, but definitely acts the part. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm excited for your new course because um, a lot of stuff packed in there. And I'm actually, what, what I'm working on right now is my new website. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I'm enjoying the process. I have an idea of what I want it to be. But, you know, obviously I, this isn't my, my area of expertise. So um, definitely curious about that. Let's see but I enjoy it. So what I am converting to is mm -hmm. this platform named Kajabi. And shout out to Kajabi, make us affiliates. Just kidding. Yeah, Kajabi. <laughs> Julia has been using Kajabi for yeah. you know at, at least a year now, mm -hmm. and I am just about to end my trial. Uh, my trial. So you know, and I'm definitely going to move forward. They have done a phenomenal job putting a platform together that has a lot of the components that you need as an entrepreneur or a business owner. And by that, I mean, okay, first of all, your website can't just be an online business card. That's one of the biggest mistakes I see a lot of uh, new entrepreneurs or, or yeah, like PTs who are getting into this. Um, that's where they make a, a big mistake. You know, they, they know they're supposed to have a website, um, but what they end up doing is it's just like an online uh, business card or it's just like their information. Whereas a website, a good website is supposed to be able to convert um, at least a couple of patients for you um, by itself. And uh, my old website definitely did that, which is why I, I was able to justify it. But um, moving everything over to Kajabi, uh, there's definitely a learning curve and I you know in the beginning I was almost thinking like okay maybe I should create a little tutorial of, of how to do this but there's no better teacher than experience because there's so much to be that you can do on Kajabi whether that be um, you know landing pages sales pages email marketing affiliates you can do all sorts of stuff and it is very intuitive. I think that's one of the things that I uh, was drawn to is I have no programming experience. I don't know how to write code or anything, but they have developed a platform where I can build out my own website without needing to know that stuff. So that's amazing. And they do it 
in a way that uh, really, you can tell they spent a lot of money on UI UX, uh, which just stands for user interface or user experience. Whereas some of the platforms I was using before, it was very, um, it wasn't intuitive. Like I figured it out because I was just um, willing to, to put in the time and the effort, but it didn't link together and it didn't look very smoothly and it didn't look and feel that great. Um, and so now I'm changing everything over to Kajabi and I'm already like, even before the trial ends, like I can already tell you that I'm going to be using it because of the experience that I've had. Um, and they dump tons of resources to continue making it better. Whereas, you know, a lot of times people will be like, okay, we have this platform that has all these features. And so that's what you're paying for, but they don't do anything to, to regularly upgrade it. Whereas Kajabi is. They just rolled out a new email build, or sorry, uh, website builder. They're working to improve their email marketing. You know, like I've had a bunch of people reach out to me being like, hey, do you want an app? Do you need an app to be developed for whatever, whatever you're working on? Whereas Kajabi, they have already included that into their platform. So that you don't need someone to build you an app. They've already built one for you and it works way better than you building something from scratch. And so anyways, I've just been enjoying, you know, learning how to put things together. Uh, Julia mentioned in a previous episode how, you know, I'm, I'm delving into figuring out how QR codes work and how to best utilize those. Uh, but that's one of the big things that I'm trying to, to, to get accomplished. Um, another thing I've started picking up is uh, writing my book, right? So uh, somewhere... I want to say towards the end of the summer, I had the idea of wanting to write a book. And, uh, and so, you know, I've reached out and actually Jeremy Sutton is one of my coaches and he, he has a book boss university is, is the coaching program I'm in, but he also just has uh, the book boss tribe, which anyone can join. And he gives a lot of valuable content in there. So if you're interested in writing a book or publishing, self-publishing, uh, definitely join the Book Boss Tribe. He's a great coach. Um, he's actually still one of my coaches, and I would highly recommend that. But uh, I, uh, I'm writing a fiction book, so it's a story. And uh, I'm curious to see how it unfolds. There's definitely times when I get overwhelmed of like, okay, I'm not really a writer. And I feel like I'm way out of my element, but, you know, talking with Jeremy and then just getting a little bit done every day. I think I, I get overwhelmed when I, I look at this huge daunting, daunting task that feels like it's going to take forever to accomplish. Whereas if I just break things down into smaller chunks of like, okay, I wrote a paragraph today, or I wrote a page today. And that becomes much more manageable than like, okay, I have to write all these words and have this book finished by whatever, you know? So those are two big projects. I'm definitely still doing mobile and, uh, and concierge PT with climbers. Um, and that, you know, that's where I feel like I'm in my element. I, uh, that's when I have the most fun. I feel like I'm, uh, I'm not really stressed out. Things are usually uh, um, fairly calm when I, when I get to practice, because obviously that's what we spent a bunch of time, energy and resources doing, right? Like we all became PTs spent a lot on on tuition and then CEUs and then and then obviously your your experience with your practicing 
Uh, and then those are those are the three big projects that I've got. And then uh, I've got a bunch of side projects that will pop up, whether that be, you know, t-shirt design, you know, I, I've started doing that or, or, or figuring different things out, whether that be climbing related or not. Um, but those are pretty much the big projects that I'm working on. Yeah, some really exciting stuff. And I'm super excited about your book too, because it's very rare from what I've from what I've seen and encountered, very rare for clinicians to write fiction. Uh, usually it's nonfiction, like, you know, five things you need to know to heal your neck pain or, you know, stuff like that. But I love this kind of out of the box thinking and this creativity that you have going on where you're creating a work of fiction that tells a story that essentially connects readers with the main character and then you know shows them how pt essentially helped her get to where she wants to be and you're resonating with that character and you're like oh my gosh like yeah i i want to go on this journey too maybe i need pt and you offer like awesome resources that you've created pt resources to the readers uh, that they can delve into even outside of the book as well so i just think that's just so creative and so cool um yeah good stuff I, gosh we're I, busy <laughs> we are you know it's weird it's not until you say it out loud you're like wow i'm doing a lot of stuff because yeah. in the day to day you're just trying to get things done right yeah um and i guess like i don't know i was just thinking about this because i just went off like my rap sheet like this is my list of everything that i'm doing but really what i'm doing every day is i'm building my dream and that's like the big thing like all these things i actually enjoy doing them they give me energy back like they don't deplete my energy and like it's helping me build the life that i've always imagined i'm better able to serve people i'm able to create a, a life of freedom for myself and that's what i'm doing every day just building a dream and as long as it continues to feel that way and that's mm. i think it's important to know that that's how you know you're living a, a life of alignment versus, you know, if you're just saying yes to a bunch of projects that don't align, you're going to wake up not feeling that way. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from personal experience. So, uh, yeah, same thing. You know, everything that I'm doing now seems to be in alignment with what I want. Uh, I don't feel like it's a drag. It actually gives me energy to get things done. Um, with the book, you know, I appreciate the kind words. Uh, for me, I just, I just, uh, it's just the type of person I am, I guess. Um, I originally wanted to write like how climbing affects the body, but ultimately I was like, this is like very uh, dense with, with like anatomy and physiology. And I don't know that the, the common climber would be interested in that. And so uh, I just, you know, had an idea to do something else and uh, Jeremy helped me come up with an outline and, and then I've just been running with it. And, and, you know, what's funny is now that I had committed to doing it because I had, I had, I had gotten away from it because, yeah, things get busy with business or with life and, you know, writing a book isn't anything pivotal. It's just something that I, I'd like to do. Uh, but now that it's, I've, I've prioritized it to make sure that it gets done. It's interesting. It's interesting to see the different content that I'll consume now. And so what I mean by that is, okay, so I'm not a writer. I've never written a book. Uh, and so what, what does it take to write a story that is good, that it's compelling, that gets the readers to keep reading. And, uh, and so I've, I've started learning different things. 
like writing to your senses or, you know, you really have to, so one thing that I'm learning now that I hadn't been applying is you really have to care for the characters that you're writing about. And so that means that you're going to write things in a way that develop the characters versus, you know, someone shows up to do something and then they leave the story. And so I bring that up because right now in the story, the, the main protagonist's name is this girl named Christy. She's a rock climber. And so she's trying to be a route setter and she meets this guy named Chase. And originally there was not gonna be a love story in the book. And I don't know if it's still gonna be one, but uh, it has to, maybe. Have to so, make it a climbing yeah. love story. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, Chase was just the side character, and I was, was like, just okay, a side guy, <laughs> side chicks everywhere. <laughs> and so, after learning from uh, this person, I forget the guy's name, but he was like, "You really need to care for the characters in your story." I was like, "Okay, I've introduced Chase, and if I really care about him, he's he needs to be." developed more versus like you know he's just yeah. in here for this little part of and it. if you so, really care about christy too you're gonna fulfill that emotional need for her she needs she needs a love story <laughs> we don't know we don't know we'll see I, oh you're right maybe christy is like a strong independent woman who don't need no man in that case <laughs> yeah. you just give christy whatever she needs <laughs> Hey, that's perfect yeah I, I it's still developing things can change but anyways we just wanted to catch y'all up on what we were up to um and if you are scared of taking the leap just know that like taking action and fear is all part of it right something that julia said that is absolutely true is if you're not scared every day then you're not doing it right you didn't say it exactly that way but that's the gist of it and uh and, and that's part of it, right? Like you're going to go into uncharted territory where you don't know the answer, but you're willing to take the risk anyways. So take the leap. We're here to help. Uh, you can definitely reach out to us and we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Unpaved Path to 100K podcast. We'd love to hear about your healthcare business journeys, listen to your struggles and celebrate your wins. Send us a message at unpavedpathpodcast at gmail.com. Interested in learning more about pelvic health or rock climbing rehab? Find us in our Facebook groups. You can connect with me, Julia, at Pelvic Health Kickstarters. And if you want to connect with me, too, you can find me at Injury Prevention for Climbers. If you love this podcast, make sure you subscribe and share it with other aspiring healthcare business owners. See you next time.